We are joined by one of the hosts of the podcast, Recovery Sort Of, and we're going to be talking about addiction during COVID. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Friday, December 11th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it's International Mountain Day today um, because, you know, mountains need a day to themselves. I mean, they're large, right? So I guess, you know, it's justified. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I, I didn't really know what to say about Mountain Day. There's days like this where it's like, okay, there's a giant hill. Um, go climb it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'll say a quote. How about that? Uh, getting to the top is optional. Getting down is mandatory. There you go. There's a quote. Uh, you want a Richard Nixon quote? Well, only if you have been in the deepest valley can you ever know how magnificent it is to be on the highest mountain. Okay, there you go. I feel like I've done it. That's Mountain Day. Congratulations. We did it together. <laughs> All right. It's also the uh, birth of Indiana. Well, kind of. Indiana became the 19th U.S. state on this day in 1816. So welcome to uh, Indiana. You know, the best thing about Indiana is that the capital is Indianapolis. Indianapolis. And that made it so easy to remember when I was a kid. So thanks, Indiana. Good job. Uh, also, it's home to the Indianapolis 500, the biggest sporting event in car racing, right? So, um, I, and I, see, I did it again. I said just car racing. I, I don't know what this is called. I don't really watch NASCAR, but, uh, you know, it's a sport. It's fun. <laughs> there you go. See, it's like mountains. I don't know what to say, but uh, there you go. Uh, Indiana, uh, the state flag, it has 19 stars. You know why? I just told you, 19th state. See, it's perfect. They planned it all out. Indianapolis, Indiana. Indiana's really got it together. If I have listeners in Indiana, good job, guys. I really like your state. I've never been, but I'll plan to go now because of all of this. Wow. All right. In 1934, on this day, Bill Wilson, the co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, took his last drink and he entered treatment for the final time. That was back in 1934. Now, it's got to be difficult to be dealing with addiction and substance abuse problems during a time of COVID, and we're going to be talking about that later in the show. I'll be joined by Jason from Recovery Sort of, the podcast, and that's coming up in just a minute. But first, let's finish up on our events here in 1936. King Edward VIII abdicated his throne to Mary a married woman. Yeah, we'll see. She had already been married. It didn't work out. And, you know, they basically weren't having that. So uh, he had to actually leave the throne, like step down from being king to marry someone. Uh, Wallace Simpson uh, was her name. And yeah, it was uh, pretty crazy back then. There were people that were on his side. There were people not on his side. Anyway, he steps down and King George the sixth, that is Queen Elizabeth's father, Queen Elizabeth II's father. Now, she, of course, is still on the throne. It's amazing to think that as long as she's been on the throne, 1952, I mean, that's amazing. You've had, uh, for instance, uh, presidents of the United States. It goes back to Truman. <laughs> you know, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush number two, uh, Obama, Trump, and uh, now Biden, it's like, wow, <laughs> yeah. she's been on there a long time when you think about it in that 
way. All right, uh, let's take a look at some other events for today. For instance, 1961, Please, Mr. Postman by the Marvelettes was released. And you know what's funny? That, that song is still, like, you know, applicable today because now it's please mr postman actually deliver my mail <laughs> you know i have they've missed my comcast bill twice uh, i've had to play some pay some uh, late fees because of that and i guess i got to switch to all electronic i don't know but uh, please mr postman uh was a hit in 1961 it should be coming back this year uh with the added line of please just deliver it before 7 p.m come on you can do it. All right. Uh, when we come back, as I mentioned, we'll be talking to Jason from Recovery, sort of. And we'll do that right after this. All right. And we're back. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, Bill Wilson, the co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, took his last drink and entered treatment for the final time on this day back in 1934. So I decided that uh, a podcast that's out there called Recovery Sort Of would be the perfect subject for today's episode. So I brought on one of the hosts of the podcast, Jason, and he is nice enough to join me today to talk about COVID-19 and the difficulties around dealing with addiction and recovery. Hey, Jason, thank you for joining me today. Hey, how's it going, Russ? Why don't we start by learning a little about your podcast? Yeah, sure. Thanks. I appreciate you having us on here. Um, so we're basically just a recovery podcast. We talk about any kind of topics that affect people in recovery, people that might have some mental health disturbances going on at any time. And basically we look at how can we apply different principles of life into our daily life to make us more fulfilled and happier people that don't ever want to, you know, use drinks or drugs again. Nice. And you have dealt with a lot of different addiction types, not just drugs and alcohol. I mean, I saw cell phones on there as, as one of the topics. Uh, what are some of the other topics that you've talked about? Yeah. So we try to look into all the different various recovery programs. We've had uh, recovery Dharma on there. We've had adult children of alcoholics on there and upcoming in the near future, we're going to have some of the sex addiction programs on as well to talk about that kind of stuff. So it's not just uh, for drug use. Or it's, I mean, a lot of our information could be useful for the families of people who also struggle with addictions as well, uh, especially our, our most recent episode coming up. So it, it covers all aspects of the arena of addiction. Yeah. You know, I feel like this year and with the pandemic and being locked in your house and all of the isolation, it's got to make uh, it even more difficult for those battling substance abuse mm. issues. Uh, it's a unique situation and a definite challenge. Have you guys talked about how COVID-19 impacts uh, addiction and recovery on your podcast? Yeah, we did an episode a while back about the coronavirus and how it took on uh, a mind of its own in the recovery programs. It's in some ways incredible that people in recovery are so resourceful that they instantly switch to these virtual meetings and Zoom became the catchword. Everybody was in a Zoom meeting and you could visit meetings all over the world, which we never had the opportunity to before. Um, no, but like, nice. yeah, it was really cool. 
the pandemic has caused higher stress and anxiety and depression levels in everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And that definitely includes people who struggle with addiction. And so addiction is often considered a disease of isolation. And when people have to isolate, like meetings are generally our form of community and socialization. And while, yeah, while meetings aren't the program, you know, the program is the actual 12 steps. The meetings do provide an area where you meet people. And especially for like somebody just coming into recovery, that's how you meet other people who are trying to stay clean and live a different life. And so, I mean, it's affected everybody in that way. I mean, you mentioned Bill Wilson went into treatment on this day. I was just thinking, I bet you he didn't have to wait for a negative COVID test to come back in order to get into treatment. (laughs) Right. What about just getting into a a program right now? Um, You you can't generally in most places in the country and in the world, you can't do that in person. Uh, How do you go about getting into like one of these Zoom meetings? Yes. So it's extremely difficult. So if you were just coming off the street and and, or, or just coming out of your house and deciding you wanted to deal with your alcoholism or addiction, you have to go somewhere and then you're generally going to have to wait longer because most places require a negative COVID test before you go into treatment. So even if you're ready today, you might not be able to go till next week. And then you also have the added factor that they generally have less population in their treatment centers. So where there might have been 100 beds available last week, there's only 30 available now. And so people are struggling on that end to get into treatment. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but not all treatment is inpatient. Like some is intensive outpatient treatment where you just go and sit in classes and groups and meetings all day to kind of stay on the up and up. And Mm -hmm. that doesn't exist at all right now. That's entirely virtual. So basically you're taking a vulnerable population at their house and telling them, oh, stay in that awful, terrible, risky place of your house and just attend this meeting online. Yeah, And and so, and it's very much the same for, like you were mentioning, the, the virtual meetings. While it does still give you a way to see your friends and the community of the 12-step fellowship, it's missing something. And for a lot of, yeah. especially older members who aren't really up on the technology, unfortunately, I've personally witnessed just in my circle, uh, a lot of people that have, you know, 5, 10, 15 years away from using have gone out and used since the pandemic hit. That's just so depressing to hear that they have to go through this in such a difficult time. And, you know, they're probably doing this because of all the stressors and all of that that are just weighing in on them. And, you know, this is going to make them feel better. I mean, it's just it's just awful to hear that they it's so hard to get into these programs for these people. Uh, it, it sounds like, you know, you've had um, some experience in the past. You said that you go to meetings. Uh, have you had a substance abuse issues in the past? Yeah, I found uh, drugs at a pretty early age for my life. It was one of those things I, I can tell you now that it was a coping skill that I picked up to deal with, you know, my mental health struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people do that. You know, we don't skip down the road on a Tuesday and decide we want to get high. It's more of right. we have some problems and drugs kind of seem like the solution. Um, right. And so I got caught up in that. And then I never really got around to stopping that for quite a long time, unfortunately. And thankfully, though, through some consequences, through being introduced to the right places, I found myself at a 12-step meeting at some point. And, you know, the sense of community, the the 
hug that we give in some of our meetings, which, you know, seems like such a small thing, but for people now who live by themselves and don't get to go to a meeting and get that personal touch, that, that just welcoming hug that lets you know you're accepted, um, that can be really hard for them. And that, that drew me in, man. I, I liked the way the people acted and talked and, you know, it, it helped me get to where I needed to be. And now, you know, thankfully I get to celebrate, I celebrated 17 years clean this year. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. That is so good to hear. And it's also great that you're taking what you've learned from your past and applying it to your podcast and getting the message out there. Uh, what advice do you have for people that are going through addiction and trying to seek help right now? Uh, definitely seek out all the support you can get. And, and that can be any form of, you know, support that comes through insurance or the healthcare system, like a treatment center that can be support through therapists and counselors and definitely take advantage of the, the free support you can find in any kind of recovery oriented group. There's a billion types out there. If you don't think the 12 steps is for you, there's ones that are based on meditation. There's ones that are based on cognitive behavioral therapy. Like there's ones that are just based on Jesus, What whatever does it, for you, right? Whatever works for you, mm -hmm. seek it out because you'll find a community of people that really care about you and you can just get invested in. And I think, you know, somebody somewhere along the way said that we're kind of the average of like our three closest friends. And I've just, it's such a true statement <laughs> because when I was using my three closest friends were, were kind of, you know, dirtbags like me at the time. And <laughs> since cleaning up, like my friends that I've associated with are people that really aim to just be better people every day. And that's right. who I became too. So, um, you know, just do it, man. You, you, it's hard. It's a tough process. But the end result is so worthwhile. And, and the best thing I can say about walking into a, a Zoom meeting right now is to speak up because it's so easy to hide behind not having your camera on or, you know, just hiding on page four of Zoom and nobody notices you. So you, you got to speak up and say, hey, I'm new, you know, wave your hand like you just don't care. And, and I need some. And I think that's great advice for anyone on Zoom, <laughs> you know, even even at work, keeping your camera on and staying present, because if you're not asking questions and participating, you, you are just sitting there. I mean, Zoom meetings can <laughs> take a lot out of you. But you know what? At least you get to wear your boxers, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know for me, I mean, I, I take meetings pretty seriously, but if I don't turn my own camera on, I, my mind wanders and I'm not paying attention anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I got to hey, be all times in. Where, there's been times where I have the camera on, I'm still not paying attention. It, right. It's happened. It's <laughs> Let me ask you this. What is the difference between like listening to your podcast and going to um, one of these meetings? So I think there's a lot of podcasts in recovery out there, and, and, and I'm not a podcast hater of recovery podcasts by far. I celebrate them all because I think the more voices we have, the more people we can reach, right? My co-host Billy and I, we're both like 40-ish year old white dudes, and so we reach a certain population. But we need all kinds of people to raise their voices to reach all. So I celebrate everyone, but I, I do find that most recovery podcasts are similar to a meeting in the sense that it's usually a speaker that comes on and they share their story and the host interviews them a little bit about parts of their story, which is great. 
I just think that our podcast uh, does something a little different where we just kind of explore topics. And sometimes we have people on that are familiar with those topics. Recently, we had someone come on and talk about Narcan. Just this past Sunday, we talked with an expert in getting into treatment and, you know, trying to change the policy in, in Washington. She's down there trying to change federal policy around getting addiction more recognized as a healthcare problem. So it's not separate from your primary care doctor. It should be a part of that. And we just have some really interesting conversations around topics. And then there's a lot of other weeks where we're talking about topics like open-mindedness and, you know, honesty. And and, uh, it's just wild when we have these talks, I'll go into it thinking, I'm such an honest guy all day, every day. And then we have this talk about how deep honesty goes. And I'm like, I'm a liar. (laughs) <laughs> By the time we're done, it's crazy how, you know, it's always good to dig deeper and just learn more about me. There is a national helpline for addiction recovery in, in case, you know, this podcast inspired you to um, get some additional help or information, or if you just want to talk, uh, it is a free number. It's 1-800-662-4357. Again, 1-800-662-4357. Hey, uh, Jason, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, man. Thank you so much for having me on and having this awesome podcast that explores the different days. I I love a day in history. It's great. Thank you so much for uh, listening as well. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Ben Shepard, the journalist, he turns 46 today. Ryder Strong is 41. Tiffany Alvord is 28. Haley Steinfeld is 24. And Terry Gar, one of the nicest people I've ever met, she turns 76 today. That's your look at December 11th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Just go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions. Give us feedback and see our other podcasts. And don't forget that you can make us a part of your Alexa. Yeah, you just go to your Alexa app, open up settings, go to flash briefing, search for this is today and we're there. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ and I'll talk to you tomorrow.